0: Okay, here we go on this Monday morning on DWS. Dave Gentry, C.W. Greer, 62 degrees out there, and Sue Gray's with us this morning. Sue, how are you?
1: I am great. I wish it was a little less muggy. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, it is what it is, and here we are, Dave. It is October. It is.
0: Unbelievable, (laughs) but I was just here, by the way. (laughs) Right? Yeah.
1: And now it's October.
0: Yep. That month goes very quickly, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Too fast. Man. Tell us about what's uh, going on. You've got a call to action going on here throughout the community. A request for proposals been issued for our child well being collaboration. Tell us a little bit about that and what's going on.
1: So, we have had an opportunity to study the data around children here in Champaign County, particularly those children that are. Um, well, let's say it. it, abuse and neglect. Um, it's not, and the statistics and the data are not good. Um, you know, Champaign County has a very high level of young people that are in substitute care. So that could be foster care and another family member, a group home type situation. And that number is over 500, which Is just a lot of young people that um, have been through some pretty traumatic situations and so we really want to get at and address this issue here in Champaign County and see how we can decrease the number of children that are in these situations
0: okay so tell us how you want to go about this and how this is going to work
1: So, what we have done in the past, we just did a request for proposal earlier in the spring, and that Mm -hmm. was around early grade level success. So, this request for proposal, and these are grants that will be allocated, and we estimate the pool of dollars that we have for this is around $350,000. And so... Um, you're hearing it here first, people. Mm-hmm. Um, we will, uh, that uh, RFP opened on, Sa- on Friday, actually, um, late Friday. And so we're looking for service providers in the community that can get at these issues and provide programs. And these are, you know, evidence based programs, not just, you know, we want to make sure that you're doing what you say you're going to do and mm-hmm. you can help us get at the goals that we have to reduce the number of children in these situations and so uh, they'll fill out a grant form and it will be reviewed by what we call our community impact committee our board members and then we've pulled together some community experts around this issue called a community solutions team and they'll review these applications these grant applications and help us decide which um, ones that we should select And then we'll provide those grants that will – those dollars will be allocated then by January 1st.
0: Okay. So out of this $350,000, they're going to look at this and decide how much will go to –
1: Right. Each – yes. – situation. Yeah. Okay. So think um, an organization – there's, you know, there's several organizations here in town. Um, You know, I'm sure CASA is the one that probably comes to mind for most – but there are lots of others here in the community. And again, you know, United Way always tries to fund those that are doing the best job at getting at these solutions and helping us to accomplish goals that, you know, provide lasting change in our community. You know, not just a Band-Aid, but let's see what, how close we can get to real solutions to make things better for our community and the people that live here.
0: The Champagne Community Health Plan found child abuse and neglect to be the second highest community concern.
1: Yeah, it, and we did this survey. So there's, um, and actually there's several different assessments that go on in mm-hmm. the community. So we did one back, oh, last um, December, um, okay. early December. And um, child abuse and neglect ranked right up at the top there. And then um, also there's a, a, a collaborative of United Ways and Champaign of Vermillion County Public Health, um, OSF, Carl, et cetera. And we're all, we did a community health improvement plan. And again, that ranked right up there to the top that we've got to get at this issue. And so... Um, really trying to put together a good strategic plan around this and put some priority to this.
0: This says mental health was the top concern. Is this an offshoot of this? Or is yes. This? Yes. Okay.
1: Because uh, children that are in these situations suffer a lot of trauma, um, a lot of, you know, there's just a lot of stress in mm-hmm. their life. And so that's that mental health, you know, that well-being piece of this. Um you know, it, I just can't imagine what some of these young people endure mm-hmm. and have to go through all the time.
0: So you're looking for both new ideas and evidence-based proven strategies, and you're asking the community to bring their best ideas forward.
1: You bet. Only the best. Okay.
0: To help children, we must also help parents. In addition to helping children who have been hurt, much of the focus will be on parent education, skill building, respite care, mental health, and Addressing trauma,
1: mm-hmm. so you know it's a family issue. You know it's not just mm-hmm. isolated, usually to the child. Sure. Um, you know we say this about a lot of programs. You know when someone shows up for services at an organization, um, usually there's a lot of other things. That once you start peeling back the layers of the onion, mm-hmm. okay, you you are you came here for crisis care, but you also are in need of food or. You are also looking for employment. And so, you know, it's this, and we're so fortunate here in Champaign County to have such an amazing network Mm -hmm. of services that all collaborate with each other. And, you know, that's one of the privileges uh, I feel we have at United Way is we get to, we're the organization that supports that network. Mm -hmm. And so that's, you know, how those donor dollars get to work is that they help us pull all the pieces together so that we can really have a good safety net in our community. Is
0: this something you saw when you were on the school board?
1: Oh, sure. Um, I did. I mean, you know, you really knew that there were kids that um, had a long history of, um, you know, substitute care, that foster Mm -hmm. care, all those different things. And you saw it in their, you know, in their academics. Um, CW and I were just chatting about, you know, we have these kids that are in these very um, stressful situations. And, you know, we expect them to go to school and focus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, I don't know what I would if I would be able to do that as an adult if my my life were that, mm-hmm. you know, um, in that much upheaval so um, I think it's really important that we start working on this and getting at some solutions for this.
0: So one of the things I thought was that we don't think about often your local data is showing that there's an increase in children in substitute care having additional or repeated maltreatment that's something you don't think you think well you get the child placed somewhere they're going to get the help the encouragement they need mm-hmm. and then then that goes south and then now right. you got another set of circumstances on that child
1: so. right and that you know that number is way too high and in mm-hmm. one incident of that is too much right. um, you know we need to take care of our young people Um, And we need to wrap around their families. And so we can have happy, healthy children who are ready for their day and, you know, feel supported um, through their life.
0: So what ages are we looking at here?
1: Um, Well, this is, you know, we look at zero to five as one of the areas. Mm -hmm. You know, those are the, the, you know, truly what I would say some of the most vulnerable, obviously, for those babies they can't talk sure they can't tell you what's happening um but then you know it goes all the way through high school um zero to 18 um and you know looking at the adults in these children's lives too to make sure that they um have the supports and things that they need so this is really community-based
0: okay well it sounds good what are you going to are you going to have uh, folks report back or how's this going to work? Exactly? Absolutely.
1: So the programs that we fund, we will pull together. We've we're doing this a little differently than we have in the past. It's they're working now as a collaborative. They they'll meet as a group and they'll share what they're doing and what's working or mm-hmm. where they've had bumps in the road and. You know how we can all work as a network again to support each other and okay well you're not making headway here how can we get some help to you to help advance this and what do you need and so um, you know I think that's going to be really great and they'll report then um, I don't know I think they meet quarterly now and so um, with our first two RFPs that's where Mm -hmm. we're at so um, it's kind of nice to hear them share with each other and not work in isolation but realize that we're all doing this together let's just row the boat in the same direction and um, make get down that you know get down Mm -hmm. that stream get down that river and Mm -hmm. um, let's find some solutions to this our children deserve it
0: yes okay so for child well-being we've got everybody looking at this and we're gonna make some changes down the road here figuring out what it is first.
1: We sure hope so. We have some lofty goals, and I hope we we can get as close as possible to accomplishing those things. This is not one of those happy, joyful Mm -hmm. subjects, but it's one of the things that if we don't address it, it doesn't get any better. So let's get after it and make Mm -hmm. some changes in our community. All
0: right. Sue Gray with United Way. Sue, thanks for your time this morning. We appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: All right.